Hi, Jamila. Hi, Dale. Jamila, what did you have for breakfast this morning? On this morning, I consumed the following. Cheesy eggs, butter, and a bagel. Hi, I'm JL. And 10 years ago, I left my home in New York City where I lived as an artist and a songwriter, and I moved to California to pursue a PhD. I thought that in order to be a true scientist, I would need to give up all of my creative pursuits. But what I learned was that science requires just as much creativity as it does analysis. And now I'm beginning to wonder if I needed to give up songwriting after all. I'm not an artist anymore, but I recently heard a quote attributed to Albert Einstein that said, creativity is contagious, pass it on. So with that in mind, I've invited some artist friends and interviewed them about their creative process, what motivates them, and what drives them to make art. Because you never know, maybe there is such a thing as contagious creativity. If you're wondering whose voice that was that you heard at the top of the show, that's my friend, Jamila Silvera. My name is Jamila Silvera, and you can find me on them internets at um, Jamila Silvera on Instagram and Twitter and any of the things. I'm just Jamila Silvera everywhere, but my website is jamilasilvera.com. Thank you so much. Jamila's a musician based in the D.C. area, and she's visiting me here in New York City. Jamila's not just my friend, she's my best friend. Actually, it's more than that. We're really like sisters. You see, we met in college and we immediately bonded. We actually bonded over our mutual love of breakfast food. I mean, just listen to her describe her breakfast this morning. This morning, I consumed the following. Cheesy eggs, butter, and a bagel. Like separately or together? Like all together. That's the cheesy eggs. So you put the cheese in the eggs and you cook, cook, cook. Yay, yay, yay. And then you have cheese outside of the eggs that you put on top of your buttered bagel. Thus deliciousness. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. But what's most striking about Jamila is her singing. It's like she was born to sing. And in a way, she was. So singing came pretty natural to me. Music in general was just a part of who I was. My dad is a singer. Um, he's got that sweet type of Stevie Sam Cookness to his voice. And so um, from a very young age, I'd been singing and I wasn't always walking in it and very comfortable with it. But in the like last 15 years, I actively um, pursued it in some way, shape or form. And um, I would say... Five, 2012 is when I really like hunkered down and uh, went into the studio and really did uh, solo work. So I've always been a part of some type of group since I was a younger, but um, my solo situation uh, started about 2012. I shared the first song I ever wrote with Jamila. It's a ridiculous and silly little song about my guitar playing abilities called I Only Know Three Chords. Jamila was not only cheering me on, but she began to experiment with writing her own silly songs. I started writing 
probably sometime soon after I met you, um, you had written a really fun song um, with three chords, talking about you only know three chords. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is an amazing song with just three chords. I would love to do this, but I'm just going to do it with what I have, which are my vocal chords. So I started to just like pen stuff and I would sing little ditties all the time. Um, I'm a silly person. So if I wanted some cheesy eggs, I'd be like, I want some cheesy eggs. I want some just to be stupid. Um, so then things like that continued, uh, or things would write themselves. And I'd be like, this is something that's meant to be maybe cause this just fell out of my mouth in 12 minutes. And, uh, this is a whole thing. So, um, much of, uh, the, the songs on my most, uh, current, uh, project have, uh, come about in that way. But her first official song was a beautiful ode to the energizing power of friendship. And it was a song called Cup of Joe. Excuse me, think you'd like to know you are my early morning cup of joe and my something morning routine. Really cheesy and 2000s. Like it was really stupid. <laughs> the fact that Jamila continued to develop her songwriting skills was far from stupid. In fact, Little did she know that she would need this skill during one of the most pivotal times of her life, the aftermath of a life-changing car accident. February 17, 2012. Um, chill day, cold morning. Uh, just driving regular. Somebody cuts me off. I don't really see the other car in front of me. A flashing yellow light. All of a sudden is a, a solid yellow light. And then the person who had cut me off, the car was so big that I couldn't even see that. And so then I tried to get out of the lane. And the way in which I got hit, my head turned a certain way that pinched my nerve. And I didn't know. And I thought it was no big deal. I even ended up going to work. And I just thought that it was like a fender bender. I even got charged $130 that day. They said it was my fault. So I was like, you know what? It is what it is. Something crazy happened. And um, well, I just get to go to work. Flash forward to a month. Um, I'm walking down in the assembly hall. And um, I it's like dark kind of and I'm like I don't know what's going on and I kind of like start slumping and then I end up on the floor and I was like oh this isn't good and so a colleague of mine was like hey Mila what's going on um comes to my aid to see if, if I'm okay and I was just like that's weird and then I started like ticking afterwards we find out later that I mean doctors and doctors later maybe two three months later um that I had a pinched nerve and it's called a pinched SCM for medical humans. I don't really know how to say this properly, but I'm gonna try anyway because I'm a risk taker. Um, sternocleidomastoid. And that has so much to do with other, I don't know, there are a bunch of nerves that go down to like your toe, you know, from your neck to your toe, to your tips of your fingers. So I was experience, experiencing neuropathy. Like you get like the pins and needles all down your arm and your leg. And then I would have these spasms that uh, made me look like I was like trying to high five people all the time, um, like in the middle of teaching. So it was really, really crazy. Kids made light of it and I would laugh with them because they would like do ticks and they thought they were funny. And then I was like, wait, this is problematic. <laughs> so I was like, I really need to take care of this. And so I found that if I was going to have to stop singing and stop teaching, there had to be a reason for that. Like, I'm okay if I can't teach anymore, but I'm not okay if I can't sing anymore. So day in, day out, I would be teaching and I was 
I less fulfilled every day, but when I could sing and hum around, I realized I wasn't the same person because I wasn't being my silly self. Like I want cheesy ass. I couldn't do things like that. So I found that I was going to do everything I could to make sure that I could like walk in this gift that I had been given, whether I'm being foolish or not, whether it's something that turns into something bigger or not. And um, I put in the work, but I also started like searching, reading um, spiritually and just in the, the, I don't know, realm of, of living in the world, um, looking at research, how people deal with um, rehabilitation, things like that. It showed me, that this is something that was I was meant to do. I don't know about, you know, it was meant to be providence, done all that. However, I do know that it was meant to come out of me and I was meant to get better so that I could show people there's there's another side to injury and re- rehabilitation. And I'm not completely fine. I'm not completely fixed. Things happen. I still have neuropathies. I sit here. My toes are kind of crazy and my fingers are kind of tingly, but I'm on the still on the other side of um the healing that I didn't quite know was possible at the time I don't know if there's a main motivation for me to sing other than like it gives me life I feel better and more in my skin when I I get to Divorce sound from mouth, whether it be for foolishness or for something that, and not just sound from mouth, like with a tune, like something that means something to somebody. If it's, you know, trying my hand at some Billie Holiday, or if it's me sharing my own experiences and being very vulnerable um, with my own writings, it's just a way of being a better me. Um, I find that I am more positive when I'm singing or I find that I'm in certain situations where I can share the best parts of what life has brought for me. Research has consistently shown the physical and psychological benefits of expressive writing for those who suffer from pain or illness. In fact, a 2012 study by Pamela Katz-Ressler and her colleagues found that people who blogged about their pain and illness reported increased connection to others and decreased feelings of isolation. They said that sharing their pain with others allowed for opportunities to gain insight and create meaning. And perhaps it has been through this process that Jamila has been able to gift the world with her amazing song, Go On. charge I don't think initially I knew that it was a charge but as it further developed and as I heard like these whimsical and complex you know fancies um I saw that it was a charge and it it got so much bigger or developed a life of its own as as time went by um and I saw that it wasn't just some song I was meant to keep in my phone (laughs) it wasn't some um 
thing I was supposed to try and do on my own. Because while I am a musician, a singer, I do not play all of the things. Um, I do have a mind for like how things should come together. I'm not like a producer yet, but I do um, have a, a way of envisioning things together. And, and once they have properly melded, it's just like, that's it. That's what I'm talking about. That's it. That's it. So um, it, it was meant to be outside of me. And then I found further that it was meant to be geared towards community. So lift the voice you've been working on and stride in prose in arms and song. Reflect the love that you've come to know. The three in one, the one and a holy more. When I was going through all of my hardships, I found that... Um, I was reading in Paul, uh, not in Paul, <laughs> like there's one book called Paul. Um, no, um, I was reading many of Paul's writings and um, he's often talking to people he knows and he's giving them charges and he's admonishing them. But he's also like telling them, hey, this is something that you need to do because he believes in them and he believes um, in their spiritual health, but also just like them being good people. And I saw that he... Um, was not satisfied with just being like good and knowledgeable on his own. He wanted to pass that along and wanted to make sure that his life was, was meant something that his pain was meant something and that his um, sacrifices meant something in the end. Like it, he was super confrontational and people um, are like, do was rough, but he was confrontational with people that he knew and believed in. And so um, at first when I had, written go on and I saw the words I was like this is a little preachy uh but at the same time I was like this is important too because it wasn't just for other people it was for me as well and that's how when I say it just kind of uh, a paper mate just leaked on paper and and just came out it that's how I know it wasn't for I mean it wasn't necessarily for me but it wasn't really by me it was just kind of like being open to understanding what I was going through and like how I was meant to share my experience I guess if that makes sense um so it was like okay you've been through this stuff you believed in this stuff for a long time now it's time for you to hunker down and do something about it so like I had said previously being on the other side of the healing I was still probably going through it but I could see it I could see and I could believe like that faith was was working <laughs> and um was working hard and and I just had to be like you know what this is gonna be cool and it's gonna be fine I'm gonna tell anybody else who will listen that if you are positive and if you approach the situation with an I a can-do attitude all can be well I don't know once once you've been touched in some way it is important to kind of like pass pass it on um kind of like let people know what worked for you and maybe just maybe and not in like a well I did xyz no it's if people are asking hey this is what I went through and maybe it can help you too so um, it was the first time I could really say hey this is something that worked for me and I really hope that it works for you too so then it turned into a charge it'd be like go on pick up and it's if, if you don't uh if you're not familiar with the pick up your bed and walk it's just like well tell people what worked for you you know, like, um, 
maybe somebody will hear if it's one person that's one more person that is in a better situation or has more hope than they did before so it was just to tell somebody and then that somebody can tell somebody you know <laughs> and we'll decide and lay down your life to end the war conquer the night put an end to the cause that separates our eyes we divide when we are dealt with these things, it, it proves our perseverance and um, the kindness of others. And I, I feel like it, it spills over into so many other human lives when we do experience pain. Because in the worst moments of history, a lot of times people find like levels of kindness that you never really like understood and people are trying to help people constantly yeah a lot of people are blaming people but at the same time people are really trying to help others come up from from what they're experiencing so sometimes when you are in that pain just moving through it and trying is where you're finding a lot of answers that maybe you wanted to know before because I found a lot about myself that I didn't really know before um, in, in, in dealing with this. Um, and these songs and thoughts and beliefs or concepts or whatever that happened outside of me once they were like not my not really not my responsibility anymore but once they were down on paper I could come back to them and I could learn something else. So because I was willing to, to do something I found more that was something that so much more that was really necessary for me to keep um, fighting keep going keep propelling myself forward and and having important uh, members of my community or my family um, that helped me see even more beyond it so And here at last is Jamila Silvera singing, Go On. So go on. 
Contagious Creativity is a production of Advent Hope Ventures in association with Church of the Advent Hope, a Seventh-day Adventist community in the Upper East Side of Manhattan in New York City. Go to adventhope.org for more information. And if you're awesome and you like awesome things, remember to subscribe to Contagious Creativity. You can find us on our website at contagiouscreativitypodcast.org or on iTunes and Google Play.